This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is the Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hey everybody, what's going on? Jeff Rieger, uh, another episode of the Daily Ticket. This one for, uh, Friday the 16th of February, 2024. Can you tell I'm happy that it's Friday? No, it's been a long week, hasn't it? It really has. I must say, though, before we get into it, how enjoyable was yesterday if you decided to watch Tiger Woods? Did you make any room for Tiger? Was it must-see TV in your household? Did you find yourself in front of your work computer or at home, potentially, on a snowy Thursday in February watching 48-year-old Tiger Woods? I did. Tiger's not going to win another tournament, I don't think. Tiger is 48. Tiger is one over for the first round of the Genesis over there at Riviera. He's never won that tournament. I don't think he's going to win this weekend. But man, was it great seeing Tiger again. It's so weird. I've gone from a Tiger hater to a Tiger lover. And I know what it is. It's because he's old. He's my age. He's 48. We're pretty much the same guy. He's a little better golfer than I am. He has a little more money than I do. He's in a little more shape than I am. Other than that, we're essentially the same dude, right? I don't think there's any question about it. However, I went from a Tiger hater because I thought he just took up way too much oxygen in the room. Took up way too much attention to now that he's 48, I root for him because I root for old guys. I'm an old guy. I root for the old guys. Like, I even rooted for Brett Favre when he was playing for the Vikings in, like, the NFC title game when he was, like, 40. I root for old people. I root for Justin Verlander because he's over 40. Anybody in their 40s, Tom Brady, that can still get it done at the major league level or the highest level ever, I root for Great to see Tiger. I can't wait to watch all weekend. He ain't going to win the damn thing. But it was great to see him. I mean, he's overcome so much. Some of the stuff he did to himself, no question about it, but the car wreck was awful. And to see him back on the course, he was driving the ball 325, made some big-time putts, started the round with a birdie. It was really fun to see. I'm fascinated by Tiger Woods. And judging by the gallery around him, Everybody else is fascinated, too. So I'm curious 
If you want to hit the comment section, please feel free. Are you making time for Tiger Woods this weekend? There's no football, but there's Tiger Woods. In the meantime, I want to ask you, please, subscribe, rate, review the Daily Ticket. You guys are awesome. I love you. And uh, trying to get as many followers and subscribers and eyeballs on the podcast and ears on the podcast as possible. I put a lot into it. I hope that you check it out. I'd be eternally grateful. Anyway, let's get on with it. Because every now and then when you're in radio, you find yourself doing something that is rather irresponsible. And you know it's irresponsible. But you decide to go with it anyway. Let me explain. So Woj and I are doing the show last night. We're on every day on the ticket at 6 o'clock, right? And Wojo found this list of NFL free agents that Fox Sports put together. And it's the top 100, but we're really only interested in the top one. So I decided to read the list of free agents that the Lions have. Unrestricted free agents, Graham Glasgow and Jonah Jackson and Josh Reynolds and CJ, GJ, guys like that, right? Emmanuel Mosley is another one. And then Wojo decided to read some of the free agents that are potentially out there. And the first name that he read was none other than Chris Jones. Chris Jones, best defensive tackle in football. Chris Jones played a huge part in the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Chris Jones held out last season, did not play in the Lions game, and then signed a one-year deal worth $25 bucks with the Chiefs. He's only 29. He had 10 and a half sacks. He had 66 QB pressures, which was third amongst defensive tackles. Only played in 16 games, not 17. And he won all pro. He's a stud. He's unreal. So Wojo was listing off the free agents that are out there. And he teased everybody. And this is on him, but it's also on me because we continued it. Fox decided to not only list the free agents, but they decided to put potential landing spots for said free agents. So what they said about Chris Jones, I'll just read this to you. Jones held out during training camp and into the first week of the regular season before signing a one-year deal worth up to 25 million bucks. A 29-year-old remains one of the best interior defensive linemen in the league, totaling 10 and a half sacks, 66 quarterback pressures were tied for third among defensive tackles during the regular season. I told that to you. The Chiefs remain the ability to place the franchise tag on Jones, giving them some leverage in contract negotiations at the start of free agency. But the tag would be prohibitively expensive. Jones wants to remain in Kansas City, and the Chiefs want to keep him in the fold. Now, odds are he probably stays with the Chiefs. However, Fox wrote that blurb, and then they decided to put potential landing spots for the great defensive tackle they said the chiefs the raiders and the detroit lions okay again i don't think it's gonna happen but could it that's the question because as soon as i saw that fox sports decided to list chris jones potentially going to the lions i decided to look on the internet to see if there's actual odds for where Chris Jones winds up. And there are. DraftKings 
has odds for Chris Jones's destination. They got the Chiefs at overwhelmingly the favorite, minus 175. Then it goes the Texans are 750. The Bears are plus 850. And then there's the Lions, the fourth best odds at 10 to 1. The Raiders are 12 to 1, the Titans are 15 to 1, and the Cardinals are 15 to 1. So you got Fox saying top three spots, top three destinations could be Detroit. You got DraftKings saying fourth best odds, Chris Jones goes to the Lions. I don't think there's any question if you ask any Lions fan who their dream free agent scenario would be, it would be Chris Jones. But I think we all think he's going back to Kansas City. Why? I think we have good reason to think that he's going back to Kansas City. Because at the parade on Wednesday, Chris Jones stepped up to the podium and said this. I got on this stage last year, and I was like, run it back, run it back, run it back. But you know what? It's a three pay! I need three of those things, baby. We ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. All right, so that's Chris Jones at the parade. So it sounds like he's going back to Kansas City. Or is he? Now, Chris Jones was maybe drinking. Chris Jones was enjoying the hell out of life because he just won a Super Bowl. Chris Jones was with his teammates. Chris Jones was talking to thousands of Chiefs fans. What do you think he's going to say? Maybe he's going back to Kansas City, or maybe he's not. Because as soon as those comments were uttered by Jones, Pro Football Talk reported that no deal is going to happen anytime soon. And that comes from a source with knowledge of the situation. Also, the agent for Chris Jones, his name is Michael Katz. After Chris Jones said what he said that we just played for you, he tweeted out, quote, cut them off, bartenders. Too much. And he included some laughing emojis and he included some beer emojis. You got to ask yourself this. What does Chris Jones want to do? Does he want to become the first defensive tackle ever to have a three-peat of a Super Bowl? Maybe. Probably. He's got this far with the Chiefs. Why not stick around, right? Chris Jones can stick and stay in Kansas City. He's made a hundred million bucks so far. He's rich probably beyond anything he ever thought he would be. He could go back to the Chiefs. The Chiefs can give him a competitive deal. And away you go. Go try to win a third Super Bowl in a row. Maybe he cares about that. He could say I was the best ever. He could say I was part of the best team ever. He can say we were our dynasty. Nobody is going to disagree. Nobody's ever won back-to-back-to-back Super Bowls. Teams have tried. They've come close. It's never happened. Or at age 29, maybe Chris Jones wants to make bank. 
if he decides to leave Kansas City. And if he stays, he's going to take a little bit of a discount, I would assume. But if he leaves, he is going to sign the richest deal in NFL history for any defensive tackle. There's no question about that. So does he want the money because he's 29 years old? This more than likely could be his last contract. He wants security for the next, what, four, five, six years. He wants to play and then be done and make way more money than he already has. Or does he want to go back to Kansas City, make a ton of money, and win a third Super Bowl? I don't know. I can't speculate. I'm not Chris Jones. However, if he leaves, let's just say he leaves, am I being irresponsible? Maybe. Am I getting your hopes up? Potentially. I don't care. Let's have a little fun. It's a Friday, right? If he leaves. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Wouldn't he want to go to a team that could win a Super Bowl? Texans could win a Super Bowl. They got a great quarterback. And Chris Jones, would it really help that defense? The Bears ain't winning a Super Bowl. The Raiders, the Titans, the Cardinals, <laughs> they ain't doing anything next year anyway. The Lions, however, tend to one odds to land Jones. They could win a Super Bowl. In fact, Chris Jones could be the missing piece. Chris Jones could put the Lions over the top. And for all the people that worry about secondary help in Detroit, Yes, Brad Holmes has to go out and improve the secondary. You know who helps in the secondary? A great defensive tackle. You put Chris Jones on that defensive line, pair him up with Aiden Hutchinson. He gets to the quarterback. He makes life easier for everybody on that defensive side of the ball for the Detroit Lions. Helps your secondary, helps your pass rush. Oh, did I mention he can stop the run as well? Chris Jones, not going to happen. Or will it? would be the missing piece for the Lions. If you could acquire him, he would make you instant Super Bowl favorites, in my opinion. You were one game away already. You should have won that game. You were up by 17 at the half. I'm pretty sure you know the deal. The other thing, and again, maybe I'm a bastard for doing this. Kansas City has, in the past, been willing to move on from a star at a moment's notice. Eventually, the Chiefs, like the Lions, are going to need to save money for cornerback Trent McDuffie and defensive lineman George Karloftis. They did move on from Tyreek Hill. Said goodbye, go to Miami. And they've won two Super Bowls since. Does that tell you anything? Now, I understand that Brad Holmes came out to the media when he talked and said, listen, pretty much gave the message, we're not going to kill it in free agency. We're not going to go for the big guns because we, too, have to re-sign our own players eventually. But if Chris Jones, a man of that talent, is on the market, you could not pass that up. And salary caps aren't real anyway. I think we know that. Ask the Saints. Ask the Rams. They're not real. 
you could find money to sign a Chris Jones. I understand you got to sign Goff. I understand eventually Aiden is on the books coming up. I get Amon Ra, Panay Sewell. But if you could get a game changer like that, and maybe we're living in fantasy land here, he's going to be a free agent, though. That's going to win you a Super Bowl. Here's the other thing. He wasn't happy with Kansas City before the season. He did hold out until the Chiefs finally had to give him a one-year deal of about $25 bucks. Is there bad blood there? I don't know. I don't think you put too much stock into what he said at the parade. He was talking to a bunch of happy people, and he was really happy himself. So I don't know. The other question is, we know it would be a record-breaking, bank-breaking deal that a guy like Jones is going to sign. Whether it's here, whether it's in Kansas City, whether it's anywhere else. Nick Bosa makes 30 mil a season. Aaron Donald makes 30 mil a season. Chris Jones is going to make more than 30 mil a season. So, whoever signs him is sure in the hell going to pay a lot to sign him. So, I want to know, who is your top free agent target? I think the answer is Chris Jones, right? Do you believe there's even a chance that a guy like that would come to Detroit? I don't think there's any guarantee he goes back to Kansas City. If the Chiefs decide to franchise him, which they could try to lock him for one more year, that's going to be insanely expensive. You would definitely lose him the next year. Furthermore, who would you have to say goodbye to if you made sure Chris Jones was on your team? I have no idea what he's thinking. All you know is what he said at the parade, which is, three peak, three peak, I'm coming back. But if he doesn't, does Detroit get him? If Detroit got him, would you immediately think the Lions are going to win the Super Bowl? It's already Super Bowl or bust. That's what I'm told. You sign a guy like Chris Jones, and this is like no situation we've ever seen ever. He's in his prime. He's only 29, and he's the best in football at a, such a position of need for the Lions. So, so you tell me, irresponsible? or just a smidge of possibility for Detroit. What do you think? Hit me with the comment section below, and I want to let you enjoy your Friday. But first, let's read some comments. My last podcast was yesterday. It was all about the embarrassment that Michigan basketball is and that Pistons basketball is and how both the bosses of Troy Weaver and Jawan Howard have given those guys a vote of confidence. By the way, did you watch the Pistons the other night? I was watching the game against the Sun. They kicked Devin Booker out of the game. He got his second technical. So maybe you thought the Pistons had a chance. I don't know. But they sure in the hell didn't. I watched, and it was awful. In about 12 possessions, Pistons turned over the ball in eight of them. It was like nothing I've ever seen before. That team is so awful. And Michigan's not much better. They take on Michigan State tomorrow. And they're probably going to lose at the Chrysler Center. But yesterday's podcast was about just how bad the Pistons are and Michigan basketball is and how Ward Manuel, the AD, and Tom Gorris, the owner of the Pistons, have given their guys a vote of confidence. Let's check some comments. Jam-City says, Coach John Beeline is available to come back. He helped develop and help make two and three star prospects, five stars, and NBA league players. 
most of which played several years since leaving. I love that idea. I mean, there's no way it's going to happen, but I fucking love that idea. Here's another one. Keith Rubb, 1476. When is the NBA going to step in and take the team away from T-shirt Tommy? Jeff, keep on going hard on them. You're our voice. That got a response from Gary Martin, 1045. This guy destroyed the Palace and the Pistons simultaneously. Bill's ghost is haunting us. Yeah, I mean, Tom Gorks is an embarrassment. He's a disaster. I mean, listen, he has no problem spending money. That practice facility is freaking gorgeous. But he just doesn't care about winning. I think that's pretty obvious. How about one more comment? This one from Mogul Khan, dash PF, 9TL. Don't worry. Twitter and the Pistons Reddit says the team is on the upswing. I'm sure they do. And they would be wrong. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the Daily Ticket for this week. And today we'll catch you on a Tuesday because Monday is President's Day. So Tuesday will be the next podcast. Let me know, comment section, the Tiger Woods stuff. Do you still find time for Tiger? I do. And then furthermore, Chris Jones, are you buying it at all? Did I lay out any semblance of a good argument to maybe why Jones could be a Detroit Lion? I doubt it happens. But my God, it'd be amazing if it did. All right, guys, we'll catch you on Tuesday. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy life, people. Hard not to be in a good mood on a Friday, isn't it? We'll catch you on a Tuesday. See ya.